Hello, thank you so much for being here. I'm Celia, and let's discuss astrology, art, magic, fairies, or whatever randomness. I'm a Virgo sun, Aries moon, and Cancer rising. I have a Libra Mercury, so I'm all the elements. I'm an avatar. And you might see me as an Aries because my 10th house of career, my MC is an Aries with a Saturn and the South Node on there. So you might see that too if you've never met me. I hope this podcast shows you fun new ways to look at your birth chart. For all levels of astrologers, advanced or new and curious, you can hang out with me on this podcast to think about astrology through fun lenses. Let's honor astrology's infinite nature together with art and poetry. Because astrology is so vast, let's, smart, let's start with small details. As someone with a Gemini detail-curious 12th house of the meditative interconnected web of oneness, that's what the 12th house represents, that interconnected web, I can personally access spirituality through the small details because for me that's in Gemini, which rules, you know, little fun facts and curiosity. And this could be seen as counterintuitive because the 12th house, you know, rules vastness and oneness and kind of the dissolving of those details so that we are all all one, you know. Um, So it's like kind of contradicting that Um, because... The 12th house, of course, is traditionally ruled by Pisces, which is the opposite of detail-oriented sign Virgo, which is also ruled by Mercury, just like Gemini. I'm obsessed with the sister signs' oppositions and how they really just are so much just the same coin, just the other side of the same coin. And so to honor the small details, like I was saying, I want to start with this poem about Virgo energy. Poem by me. Virgo is the smallest point of the snail shell. Sacred geometry for no reason, but that much nobler for existing anyway. Fibonacci spiral because we are using words. She sees vastness and longs for a time when she was the ether herself. She was the love in the ether, but now it whispers her secrets to fix. The so many on earth she loves, so she stays through the earth pains and stupids and deathly embarrassments, feeling stupid but looking anything but poised because or else alarms go off to pick apart in gaping shames already droned on the gapes fill with grace and she's a ray of sun sand shining on a lot thank you we can't escape that we're all the signs and if you have no planets in a sign connect with the house that that sign rules so if you're like, oh my god, that Virgo poem had nothing to do with me, what what house for you is ruled by Virgo? Because then there's going to be like an asteroid in there somewhere. There's 822,000 asteroids. You can look at the Astro Data Bank and find one that has, mytholo- uh, that has mythos. 
Now let's talk about the asteroid Chiron, the wounded healer. Since April 17th, 2018, when Chiron moved into Aries, how has your relationship been to yourself and your independence and your existence? Before that, when Chiron was in Pisces, I remember an extremely lonely and painful relationship we all seem to have to the interconnected web of consciousness. I remember psychics defining that web and having to be really defensive about it. Maybe not even believing in it themselves or feeling the wounds from it themselves. I remember the tune of the responses to psychic subjects was usually a scoff or a groan or a demeaning knowing look. But now that Chiron has passed through Pisces, I feel we've been extremely healed as a society when it comes to psychic subjects and astrology and tarot have skyrocketed in acceptance. Thinking about Chiron in these terms and then referring to our own charts to see what Chiron has been recently passing through can show us where we have been deep, uh, where, where we have been deeply healing ourselves and healing others by going through sickeningly vulnerable pains and shames. I speak of Chiron because my north node is right near Chiron, so I'm meant to learn and engage with Chiron. Uh, Where are your north node and south node in relation to Chiron? The easiest way to see what planets are currently affecting us is to compare degrees. Just psychically look at your wheel Look at your natal chart or look at your natal chart with the transits and pick a planet you want an answer from and then see what degree that planet is currently at in the sky or what degree it is in your natal chart and then compare your natal chart to the current sky to see if any of those degrees match. And then you can just look at the aspects. There's not many to choose from. And then you can look into what that aspect means, you know. The best app, in my opinion, um, so very not sponsored, is Astro Future. Um, it's always best to read the aspects and draw your own conclusions, but you know that takes a lot of like studying astrology to do, um, and a lot of money to pay an astrologer usually. But you know you can DM me and ask me questions. I answer questions for not much money on. Um, DM, Instagram, at Smicklery, or at Smicklery on TikTok. Um, you can always Venmo me at Shadow Merm with a question. But yeah, I would recommend Astro Future because you can read those horoscopes, you know, those like are the kinder of horoscopes. Um, but every single transit, it's going to have like you could spin it either way just like everything on this earth because we live on an earth with the laws of yin and yang so chiron right now is in aries helping us profoundly heal ourselves and others um, by just wanting people to absolutely do their own thing and since we're no longer trying to prove that we're all connected as one we can just breathe and let each other breathe and break out into that independence. And those that are not trying to, you know, wah, 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 at each other, but can empathize with all the pains enough to respect and hear for the other person's heart are the ones really benefiting from 
the medicine of Chiron and Aries. So I'm going to read you another poem. This is a quick podcast, and then I'll do a, a little card reading, but just to close out my thoughts on all that that I've written. This poem is called My Garden is Warmed. Okay. My garden is warmed by Earth's core. The environment is hot and rainy. Ocean's presence, air and healing. Told me to take her everywhere. She was sparkling black like a rock I had just seen. I had to ask her for advice to hear it. The ether I pray for in Pisces trustworthily solidifies in Capricorn. Steady patience. Remember by completely forgetting to breath. Thank you. Okay, I will pull a tarot card now. But yeah, that poem was... um, something I wrote kind of explaining my birth chart my garden is warmed you know I am Virgo that's earth and then earth's core you know the moon is the internal world Aries moon reminds me of earth's core I feel like my birth chart like is an easy poetry just like earth but you know everyone's is going to be different so you know I encourage all my loved ones and all of you if you feel like it to write a poem or think about your birth chart in terms like that, like your foundation is fire, your internal self is water, and how that might look, what particular kind of fire and water and where, etc. Okay, so I'm gonna pull a card, and this is a timeless reading. Hi, puppy, my dog, you came to say hi and bless you all. So, this is my fairy tarot deck. Um, It's by Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. And I'll pull a card for how the fairies would describe us all right now and another card for their advice for us. Okay, so current self is Princess of Autumn. which we're all doing, we're all like, you know, cheerfully learning on this podcast, I hope, well, you know, at least searching for answers and like having fun and like being mischievous. She says, studious, responsible, cheerful, mischievous, happy news about your career, promotions, or scholarship, well thought out plans that go perfectly, needing to get a little push along the way. And this fairy is like, she's flying she's in a library she's like near a spiral staircase there's red leaves around her which symbolize healing and she's just like magnetizing this like gold coin near her she has a gold coin on her desk a good foundation she's learning she's having fun while doing it that's us right now and our advice is balance which is you know card 14 of the major arcana And it says, take everyone's input into consideration. Merge viewpoints to create a better solution. Take your time. There's no need to rush. So, yeah. If I've said anything today that doesn't resonate, let it go. If anything I've said stressed you out or anything else, let it go. Listen to yourself. You know better than me. You know better than 
anyone that could tell you anything. You know for yourself, of course. And um, in this picture, this woman is like glowing with a white aura. She has a white crown on and like white wings. And she's like has a light behind her. And, oh, that's my stomach rumbling, excuse me. And she's holding a chalice of water. And then there's a statue with a lion spewing blood out of its mouth, putting a little bit into the chalice, which to me is just like, ugh, gorgeous, because like, reminds me of like the root and crown chakra. Like, she's like pure light. And this lion is like a warrior of like the world, like existing on earth, like, crowd chakra I mean root chakra blood and then there's like flowers in the background and like an ethereal landscape it's kind of like a mixture of these two things like blood like the opposite of like the holiest of holy yeah this balance card for me is a lot because it's like you know right now with the south node in um Scorpio you know addictions are coming up for everyone and we all know that like getting rid of addictions by just like stopping it and like you know beating ourselves up and trying to like cut it out like cold turkey is not the way and it's like when I was asking about my addictions earlier I got this card um queen of autumn and she's just like because I was like, can I still, like, partake in my addiction? And then the card was like, you know, just, like, be in your power. Be on your throne. And, yeah, when you do, like, you know, don't take much action. Just be there. Take it in. Like, be royal about it. So it's, like, balance. Like, yeah, like, partake um, consciously. And, you know, learn from it, get something out of it, and then add other things into your life. But, you know, I don't know when it comes to addiction, obviously. But I love uh, the Taurus is a North Node so helpful because it's like, okay, like, if I'm trying to, like, if I'm noticing these addictions coming up, at least now I can feel my body and I can be present with myself. And, you know, that's always going to be hard. But Taurus magic is encouraging that. And it might still be hard to breathe in our bodies and such. But, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with Gemini just moving into, um, I mean, Mercury just moving into Gemini yesterday. I already read uh, 10 pages of um, The Great Gatsby because I was supposed to read it in high school, but I didn't. I skimmed it, and then... um, my brother's copy was laying around and I was like this is his favorite book this is the most interesting one around Gemini Mercury right now I must read it and it's been addicting um I don't know that's so irrelevant but what else are you gonna expect from Gemini Mercury my Gemini I mean my Mercury's in Libra I already told you that how lovely not completely opposing my heart, not completely opposing my Aries moon, completely different degrees, so it's not like a direct opposition, but yeah, I think I'll leave this podcast here, so you know, I don't know what features there are, I think on Apple, you can comment, right, 
and rate it. I'd just be honored to hear, like, you know, a DM from me. I mean, a DM from you guys, like, at Smicklery. I just would love to connect and talk about astrology. And I would love to hear your poems and stuff. All right. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Peace out. Bye.